Star Wars 7x7 episode 2006. Today it's a Jedi business episode. We're going to look at the box office results for the rise of Skywalker in its second weekend, compare it to some other movies, and see what we can learn about its box office run and its success compared to the previous Star Wars movies of the last four years. Punch it! Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode. So before we dig into The Rise of Skywalker's performance at the box office in its second weekend, I feel like I have to preface this with something briefly. One of my favorite non-Star Wars quotes is attributed by Mark Twain to the British Prime Minister Benjamin Disraeli. He was supposed to have said that there are three kinds of lies. Lies, damned lies, and statistics. And so I'm very acutely aware of the notion that statistics can be used or manipulated, if you will, to tell a specific story. And I certainly do have a belief coming into this that I would like to see validated, which is that the Star Wars movies are performing well at the box office, that The Rise of Skywalker in specific is performing well at the box office, and there has been a narrative floated over the last couple of years that The Last Jedi may have done damage to the Star Wars franchise and that we would see that reflected in the box office results for Solo A Star Wars Story and for The Rise of Skywalker. Now. If you've listened to the show for a while, you've probably heard me talk about Solo's performance and how, you know, I've done the best I can to stay objective in analyzing how it performed and why it performed the way it did, and arrived at the conclusion that whatever people think of The Last Jedi, that it did not have an effect, or at least any effect was negligible on Solo at the box office. I don't want to fool myself about this. I don't want to fool you about this. I am doing the best that I possibly can to be as objective as possible, but you know, full well knowing and disclosing that I do have a result that I personally would like to see. So that being said, let's talk about the Rise of Skywalker box office numbers. It's 72 million for its second weekend. That is down 59% from its opening weekend. And from a dollar number perspective, it's 105 million down from its opening weekend. That means that it is now the 13th movie to join what is known as the $100 million Losers Club, where it loses 100 million or more compared to its opening weekend. This is not necessarily a big deal. <laughs> And they'll say that for two reasons. Number one, The Last Jedi dropped 67% in its opening weekend, or from its opening weekend to its second weekend. And there are other movies on that $100 million losers list, including Avengers Endgame. Okay, so that, in fact, is the biggest of the big losers because it dropped $210 million from opening weekend to second weekend. Also, Avengers Age of Ultron is on this list. Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2 is on that list. Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice, and even this year's Lion King live-action CGI festivities, right? So all those movies are part of this $100 million Losers Club. So I don't think you can read anything negative or support a story about The Rise of Skywalker not performing well based on, you know, this other information. So let's look at it another way in terms of predicting performance based on cinema scores. 
It turns out that The Rise of Skywalker, as you may have heard, got the lowest cinema score of any of the new Star Wars movies that came out. Just a quick refresher, Force Awakens, Rogue One, and Last Jedi got all A's via cinema score, and Solo, A Star Wars Story, got an A- minus from cinema score. That used to be a reasonable predictor of box office grosses overall. Deadline Hollywood did a study back in 2014 and they looked at 10 years of cinema score ratings and what the average multiplier was for their box offices based on the grades that they got. So for example, if a movie got an A plus rating and made $1 on its opening weekend, then it would make $4.80 over the course of its run or 4.8 times its opening weekend. Well, that didn't apply with Avengers Endgame. Avengers Endgame's multiplier was actually 2.4. It made 300 some odd million in its opening weekend and wound up with 858 million domestic overall. Pretty darn good numbers, but the multiplier was actually much lower than what the typical A-plus movie had gotten during that 10-year span that Deadline studied. So I thought it would be interesting to look at where the top 10 movies of this year have performed and what their cinema scores were. Of those top 10, which includes The Rise of Skywalker at this point, there are only two other movies that got B-pluses. That would be Joker and It Chapter 2. Their multipliers are wildly different. The multiplier for It Chapter 2 was around 2.3, and the one for Joker, uh, let me double check it, was 3.47. So, yeah, it's a, it's a big range. And I guess you would argue that the audience for Joker was probably a bit bigger than the audience for It Chapter 2, or at least the intended target audience. So yeah, you see how you know this is a little bit difficult to predict. But looking at the numbers for The Rise of Skywalker, right now conservative estimates are saying that it will cross 500 million in domestic box office. If it hits that, it will be at a 2.82 multiplier, which means that it will match The Last Jedi's multiplier. If it manages to get to 610 million, then it will match the multiplier of Rogue One, which was 3.43, which would also then put it above The Last Jedi, but below The Force Awakens, which had a multiplier of 3.78. And I would say that's probably an outlier these days. I mean, considering what the pent-up demand was for Star Wars movies and The Force Awakens coming out and doing as well as it did. Yeah, I think that's probably a comparative outlier. But I would probably have to look at 2015 movies for the more accurate comparison to see whether it really was an outlier compared to the movies that came out at the time. Anyway, so right now, just based on where things are going, yes, it doesn't necessarily look like The Rise of Skywalker is on target to beat The Last Jedi's numbers at the domestic box office from a raw numbers perspective, but there do seem to be other indicators suggesting that it is going to perform as well, if not better than The Last Jedi in terms of its box office multiplier, and especially when you take into consideration the fact that its cinema score is two grades lower from A to A- to B+, than what the Last Jedi's score was, or between the two. Granted, knowing that maybe it's not, you know, as accurate a predictor, or that, you know, there are wild differences between movies within each grade and where it averages out to, I don't know. <sighs> Ultimately, I think there are some positive signs and some not-so-positive signs, we'll see. But as for where The Rise of Skywalker will end up as far as the grosses for the movies of 2019, well, we'll talk about that after the break. Stay tuned. 
Hey Rebel Razor, I've made some changes to the asteroid belt level at patreon.com slash SW7X7 and they are all with sponsors in mind. So if you want to get the word out about your business, your product, your service to a dedicated Star Wars audience, then please check out patreon.com slash SW7X7 and look for the asteroid belt level for details. Again, that's patreon.com slash SW7X7. Welcome back. So right now, Rise of Skywalker, at least as of the weekend, so as of Sunday, is the seventh biggest movie of 2019 with 362 million domestic at the box office. If it manages to cross 500 million, that will put it in third place overall. And if it manages to cross 535 million, that will move it past the Lion King for second place. Of course, first place belongs to Avengers Endgame with more than 800 million domestic. And yeah, I have a feeling that that one's going to be really hard to top. I mean, <laughs> there's only one movie that beat Avengers Endgame in that regard. And that was, of course, The Force Awakens. So yeah, jury's out on just how well The Rise of Skywalker is going to do. But it seems plausible that it could make it into second place for 2019 overall. So <laughs> that... Right there is going to do it for our Jedi business episode today, this week. And that's going to do it for the podcast today as well. Thank you so much for joining me for it, as always. And may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other related Star Wars items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2019 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.